Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Hyperfocus, the podcast where we'll tell you whatever we're thinking about this week. Today, we're taking a tour of Rachel's mind. Hello, Chaotic Minds, and welcome to Hyperfocus Podcast. Now, this is a podcast for, like I just said, chaotic minds in, in case you missed it now this is our first episode and we are so, so excited, excited so excited we have so much random stuff we want you guys <laughs> to know our minds are crazy and we want to share them with you really this is just a place to dump any information that we feel like has to be shared with the world it's might even be some useless information, but we are going to present it as if it's the most important thing in the world. Absolutely. It's not useless if we're having fun and we'll that's, be having that's fun. That's true. And it's not useless if it comes from us. Absolutely. That's always true. That's the only thing that really matters here. Now, because this is our first episode, we know that none of you know us. And that's except, a shame. Except for maybe a select few. Hi, mom. <laughs> Hi, Lauren's mom. <laughs> so... I don't know. How do we how do we want to get our listeners to get to I know mean, us? I mean, we could tell them our names. Oh my gosh. How did I miss that? <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to be great, is it, if I keep doing things like this? Okay. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Rachel. And my name is Lauren. And we are so excited to have you with us on Hyperfocus first episode. Okay. They know our names. Yeah, they know our names. They what else names? do they need to know about start? us? Do you have anything that's really important for them to know? Um, I mean, I feel like everything about me is is important to know. I mean, that's really. just genuinely true. It is. That is the objective truth. You heard it here first, folks. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe let's do some 
horrible icebreakers. Oh, absolutely. That sounds like, great. Yeah. Okay. What? Give me a fun fact. Oh my Give gosh, this fact. question. Yeah. I mean, it's Any good that fact. I always have one locked and loaded. Sure. I have one thing that is the most important accomplishment in my life. And that is the fact that I once gave an eight and a half minute speech on the health benefits of peanut butter. I hate that for you. I think that's pretty much all you need to know about me. <laughs> You're kind of right. I mean, it's it's kind of unfortunate, but it's true. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. So I guess that means I have to give a fun yeah, fact Yeah, what's your now. fun fact, Rachel? Um, you know, I think I'm going to do something in the same vein, mm-hmm. which is that I one time took over a class. Right. Um, we, were reading, we were reading a book in one of my classes, and I had some thoughts that were very different, uh-huh. pretty much opposite to the rest of the class. Right. So I told my professor at the end of one class, I was like, hey, I've got things to say about this, and we ran out of time. And he was like, okay, I'll give you a minute or two in the beginning of next class. So the next class we go in and I completely took over and I lectured. That's incredible. Honestly, one of the biggest regrets of my life is that I wasn't there that day. It was epic and I'm pretty sure everyone in my class hated me because I just stood there and talked for like nearly half the class. Probably at at least 20 minutes, maybe closer to 30. They were all better for it though. They were. Mm -hmm. I I don't know that my professor like knew what to do. That's fair. He just kind of sat there. Well, because he was sitting there basking in your glory, just like everyone Ugh, else. Just like everyone else. Little pro tip. Mm-hmm. Every class you ever have, any meeting, mm-hmm. anything like that, mm-hmm. always, always, always have some sort of moment where you realize everyone else is basking in your glory. Only someone with the intellectual capacity of Rachel could turn their fun fact into a great teaching moment. Thank you for sharing that, Rachel. And <laughs> only I would turn that teaching moment into a way to build your ego. It's really important. That's another thing we're all about here at Fi- Hyperfocus, folks. You've got to learn how to say our name. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing that we're all about here at Hyperfocus. It's really important that we build your ego. Part of why we're giving you these fun, useless facts is so that you have wonderful things to tell your friends. But more mm-hmm. importantly, it's to entertain mm-hmm. you. If you're like us and it's really difficult for you to get through just one episode of podcast or even just to listen to one podcast that's all on the same topic because you start to get bored with that topic and you might hyperfixate on it in the beginning, but then you're bored after three or four episodes. This is the podcast for you. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much what we're going to do. We are going to make episodes all about what we are thinking about mm-hmm. that week. We aren't sticking just to one topic because sometimes, like Lauren said, that can get boring or it can be hard to focus on one thing for so long. So we are just going to give you a little look into our mind of what we are hyper fixating on that week. We are so excited to get to share this with you guys. We are pumped. Are you ready to get started? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Lauren, do you like history? I do love history, yeah. Do you like war? Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> are you asking my political me, affiliations? No, 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 what are we doing no, here? No, it's, it's too early for us to be making war jokes, I think. So mm, That's fair. Um, let me rephrase that. Do you like learning about wars? I think it's fascinating to learn about wars. Okay. I think it's interesting to see men's egos and men's tempers cause them to <laughs> employ armies against each other. Well, fascinating to me. You know, that's not exactly where we're going with this. <laughs> that's fine. This is actually one of my favorite war stories. Okay. I don't think you're going to get the feminism that you just kind of said <laughs> that you wanted from this one. I'm sorry. I get the feminism but... I want from you, Rachel. You okay. are the strong woman in my life. <laughs> I'll accept it. Now, third question. Mm -hmm. Do you like animals? I love animals. Wonderful. You're going to love this. So today, I'm going to tell you about Wojtek. Okay. The bear who served in World War II. Wait, seriously? Yes. (laughs) Seriously. 
Are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. This is... I've been thinking about this for more than a week. I love this guy. So let me take you back to 1942. Ooh, okay. There are some Polish soldiers. Of course. Say that five times fast. No. (laughs) Polish soldiers slash prisoners of war who had just been released from a gulag in Siberia. Did I say that right? Is that gulag? Yeah, that was right. Cool. (laughs) Well done, Rachel. (laughs) I didn't ever consider that I didn't know how to say it until I tried to say it into a microphone. And you said it correctly. And I second-guessed myself, which I should know to never do because I'm always right. At least I think it was correct. Hey, guys, let us know if that wasn't (laughs) correct, and we'll let Rachel know and correct ourselves in the future. Oh, my goodness. You're going to love correcting me, aren't you? I'm going to have to be really careful with my research. (laughs) So anyway, these Polish soldiers in 1942 were a part of the 22nd Artillery artillery supply company in the Polish Second Corps. Okay. Now they are traveling through the Middle East towards Egypt from Siberia, mm-hmm. where they would then travel to Italy to fight in the Battle of Monte Cassino in 1944. Okay. Now somewhere along the way, these soldiers acquired a bear cub. Of course. As one does. Now there are some differing accounts as to how this happened. Mm-hmm. Now they all say that the cub was acquired in the Middle East, but how it happened varies a little bit. Some only say that this is where they found the bear cub, but others go into more detail. It's pretty widely believed that the cub was orphaned by hunters after his mother was shot. Oh, that's so sad. It is sad. So sad. I'm sorry, there's going to be a few little sad things, but overall, this is very happy. Okay, good, good. Yes. The bear cub was orphaned by hunters when his mother was killed. Now, some say, in addition to this, that the bear cub was then adopted by a young boy. And then he was sold to Polish soldiers for chocolate, a tin can of beef, Mm -hmm. a Swiss army knife, Mm -hmm. and some Persian coins. This is the only thing you need in life. That makes a lot of sense to me. Except for a bear. I do think that the people that got the bear did get the better end of that deal. I think so. But it's a close second. But it is. Mm -hmm. It goes bear and then chocolate, beef, Swiss army knife, and Persian coins. Absolutely. And those are the two main things you need in life. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. So after they got this bear, they named him Wojtek. Oh, that's and so cute. they started to take care of him as their own. That's such a majestic name, which is correct. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. I love it. Did you look up how to pronounce this, Rachel, or are we trusting you? Um, I have heard it in the past. Okay, perfect. And then I did look it up just to be sure, Mm -hmm. even though I was confident in myself already. This is the level of credibility that Rachel will always bring to you. (laughs) At least the level of confidence. Perfect, yeah. (laughs) The level of credibility. (laughs) So then, yes, they named the bear cub Wojtek and started to take care of him. And part of taking care of him was that because he was so young, they mm-hmm. treated him like a baby. Aww. So Aileen Orr explains that this was possibly a sort of substitute family for the soldiers while they were at war. Oh my gosh. Which, a little side note, Aileen Orr is the author of a book titled Wojtek the Bear, Polish War Hero. Now, I have not read it, but I want to. Oh, yeah. And I got a lot of my information, including some of the insights from the book in an article from Time. So I will try to remember to link that article as well as the book and the other resources that I used in the show notes. So if you want to read that book, check that out. Read it, it looks and awesome. let us know how it is. Please, 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 please. I want to know. So, oh, wait, <laughs> before I get into anything else, a little off topic again, I know, but I mainly use like three sources mm-hmm. to prepare this and two of the three sources had the same ad and I want to say that it wasn't perfectly targeted for me. Oh, oh. But it was in like a weird way. Okay. So it was just like a blank white ad and all it said was end a fight in three to five seconds and then a oh, subheading that said dirty tricks and combat moves to end a fight in seconds. I think that that sounds correct for you. That sounds perfectly targeted to me. 
We aren't violent and we don't condone violence. Absolutely not. <laughs> not ever. Not ever. Unless you are a bear and I'm getting to it. Absolutely. So treating him like a baby included feeding him like one. Good. They fed him condensed milk mm-hmm. and they made a makeshift baby bottle out of a bottle of vodka and a rag. That's amazing. That's so cute. truly, truly was. So as Wojtek grew up, the soldiers continued their travels. And up until this point, he was pretty much just a mascot for them, mm-hmm. kind of a friend, a pet. Some people say that he like acted like a human. So That's some so of them, cute. Some of them did kind of, you know, see him as more of a friend than a pet. That's so cute. But I love that. I know. Isn't it awesome? As they continued to travel, they needed to take Wojtek on a ship to mm-hmm. Italy. And in order for them to do so, he had to be an officially enlisted soldier. That's amazing. Yep. So a soldier named Wojtek Narebski said that, quote, he had a paybook. He didn't receive any money, but was officially a Polish soldier. Wait, so he was an unpaid soldier. Well, he, he got a lot of love. He wasn't paid in money. Right. But he was given double rations of food. Okay, perfect. So, I mean, I feel like that's a pretty good trade-off for that's a bear. That's a great trade-off yeah. for a bear, yeah. And he, he grew to be around 440 pounds. That's really big bear. Yes. Yeah. So he needed that food. Of course. So as he got older, he grew accustomed to life as a soldier. Mm-hmm. And he developed some odd habits. Uh-huh. But they're awesome habits. And okay. I want to tell you about a few of them. Please tell me. I want to tell all of you about a few of them. We want to know. I need more people to know about this. Mm-hmm. Another one of the soldiers, I'm so sorry, I am going to butcher this name, Dimitir Svalugo. That sounds good to me. I'm going to say that's good. All right. He helped take care of Wojtek, and he said that Wojtek would, quote, accept lit cigarettes, take a puff, and then swallow them. (laughs) That's so funny. It is funny. It can't be good for him. No. No. It's not. It's not. And they, you know, it was World War II. Not as much was known about animal activism, all of those kinds of things, but in the context, amazing. Mm-hmm. And then in addition to smoking cigarettes, he would also drink beer. <laughs> and then he would hold up the empty bo- beer bottle to his eye and look through it being like, are you kidding me? That's it? Like I'm fighting in a war for you. And this is all you give me. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. I love this. I bear. mean, he was right. He was right. I mean, he kind of was. Mm-hmm. He kind of was. 440 pound bears, like at least equivalent to two men. Absolutely. Minimum. Yeah. Minimum. Yep. Gets twice the rations, twice the beer. Sounds about right to me. <laughs> I think so. He was also known for boxing and play fighting with the soldiers. That sounds like really terrifying for the soldiers. They loved it. Yeah. They loved this bear. That's so sweet. They would do it for fun. They would encourage him to fight with them. He was even trained to haze the new recruits. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Can you imagine enlisting in a war and then being hazed by a bear? <laughs> like, I feel like that's a story that you would go home and tell and no one would believe Everyone you. Everyone would be like, you are replacing horrific memories yeah. with something that is not at all believable, but it's easier for you to believe. Can you imagine when like psychologists trying to diagnose <laughs> this, trying to analyze what's going on yeah, in this situation? Exactly. <laughs> and the whole time they're telling the truth. Mm-hmm. So to haze new We recruits, love psychology, by the way. We do. We do. <laughs> That is not a dig on psychologists. (laughs) He would pick up the new recruits by their feet and hold them upside down just to scare them, make them think that they were going to be attacked or eaten. Oh, that's so funny. It's one of my favorite, favorite stories. Although pretty much everything about him, every story, every habit, every single one, I could easily say is my favorite thing. Yeah, yeah. And it would be, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be lying. I'd be telling the truth about every single one. 
Okay, one of the other things that he did was he would, when the soldiers would use oranges mm-hmm. for grenade practice, he would go chase after them. He, he would like, yeah. I guess you could call it like playing fetch, and I assumed he would eat them then. That's so cute. So it's like having a very intelligent, very big dog. Yes. That was the two things that a lot of people described him as, either a dog or a human. Okay, wow. Spot on. Good job. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. I did something right. For now. (laughs) Um, So he was reported to have also carried live ammunition to assist in loading guns during active battle, like the Battle of Monte Cassino, which is the battle that he fought in. Wow. I will say, however, that some people said he was only carrying like used shells and empty ammo Mm -hmm. boxes. But there are also people who swear that he carried live ammo. And either way, that's very impressive. In my notes, I said, either way, I'm happy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there's one There's one story of him carrying ammo where someone said that when the battle started, like he had not ever really experienced that. So mm-hmm. he was scared and ran up a tree. And then when he saw his like family members, really, yeah. the soldiers that they were fighting, he ran down the tree, ran to the people who were like passing out ammo and stuck out his arms. That's so sweet. And then followed them carrying live ammo. So it's hard to say which one is exactly true, Mm -hmm. but there are enough similar accounts that something like this happened. Yeah. And it was significant enough that multiple people were impacted by it and recount this story. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. I would like to also quickly just give you three fun anecdotes about Wojtek. Because what else would you do? Mm. Now, I would also, before I get into these, these are also not necessarily ones that have been confirmed. Mm -hmm. Some of the sources, like some of these I only saw in one place. Right. But there are stories that soldiers told. Soldiers who were living and working with Wojtek. Yeah. So I have no reason to believe that they're not true. Right. So the first one is that while the Polish troops were in an allied military camp in Iraq, Wojtek took an entire clothes line of women's underwear. Oh, wow. So, and the women that he stole these underwear from were female personnel stationed, I couldn't tell exactly, but it was either at the Allied military camp or in the vicinity. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. No, no detail about why he's like, I guess yeah. we'll never know why or what he did with them, mm-hmm. but just that he did. Just that he took them. Just that he took them. Mm-hmm. I guess, you know, why not? Another story was that while the soldiers were driving along the Adriatic coast, mm-hmm. Wojtek saw the ocean, jumped out, and went to the beach. That sounds about right. It does. And mm-hmm. I don't blame him at all for it. If I was capable of that, I would do that. I th- you are capable of that. To jump out? I meant to jump out and swim far. It, I, I said nothing about him swimming. That's a good I point. I said he went to the beach. You can go to the beach. I can go to the beach. You can That's go to true. the beach. <laughs> you have all of the capabilities of this bear. That's true. Well, not all the capabilities. A lot. Not all. Mm. Not all. I don't think you're going to be enlisting in the Polish army anytime soon. Probably not. Probably not. Mr. Narebski, who I quoted earlier, or who I at least mentioned earlier, I don't remember if I gave a direct quote, but he has an awesome quote about Wojtek's journey to the sea. He said, quote, on the beach, there were many Italian girls taking a bath. You can imagine what happened. I said, girls, don't be afraid. This bear is good. That's amazing. I love that. Imagine just being on the beach uh-huh. and a bear comes barreling up to you. Yeah. And some dude is like, it's okay. If somebody told me it was okay, I'm pretty gullible as a person. I would probably just go hug that bear. I feel like <laughs> that would be a really good day as long as it didn't end poorly. All days are good days unless they end poorly. <laughs> 
I mean, That's getting awesome. to hug a bear would be like it's the best true. day. Can you imagine a 440-pound bear giving you just a massive hug? Like, that's it's, a good day. Okay, yeah. That's a good day. That does sound like a really good day. But I feel like it's just such an extreme of those people who are like, it's okay, my dog doesn't bite. Mm-hmm. And then the dog, like, looks really vicious. Yeah. People are wary of that. Right. Imagine a bear. It's the best. I love it. It is. It's so chaotic good. Mm-hmm. I, I love it so much. So, third anecdote. Alas, the last one that I have, oh. really. I'll, I mean, I'm going to keep going, but this is the last anecdote. Mm -hmm. So one of the other things that Voitag learned how to do was to break into their communal showers and turn on the water to take a shower. However, this was a problem because their water was rationed. Oh no. Yes. Oh yes. So one of the days, however, that he broke into the shower tent, he is said to have seen an opponent. Mm -hmm. I assume an enemy soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, who had snuck into their camp in an attempt to steal ammunition. Uh-huh. Upon seeing Wojtek in the opening of the tent, likely meaning that he couldn't get out, uh-huh. he screamed and then was found and arrested by the Polish soldiers. That's amazing. Yes, it is. And the- No one but Wojtek could have pulled that off. Oh, I know. Yeah. Isn't he lovely? Mm-hmm. He's lovely. I think every army needs a bear. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. I think yeah. you're right. I feel like we we might have a larger army if there was promise of a bear. Probably. For, you know, everyone. Probably. There probably One needs to be more regulations person. on, like, how to care for the bear, although yeah, it sounds yeah. like Wojtek's family took very good care of him. I think so. Yeah, so, I think so. every they bear would have best. to be as well taken care of as Wojtek mm. and as well loved. That could, yeah. Those that, would have to be the requirements. That could be hard to regulate. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be really good for morale. I think so, too. Yeah. So, anyway... This opponent, enemy, whoever he was, was only found because of Wojtek's breaking and entering. So they rewarded this crime of breaking and entering. Yeah. And they gave him two bottles of beer. Uh Uh-huh. And can you guess it? I have no idea. Unlimited shower time. That's amazing. He was always... He deserved it. I know. That's all he wanted. I know. That's all he wanted. And they didn't want him to do it. Because, because it was rationed. They needed their water. But he deserved it. He deserved it. Mm-hmm. Big time. I can only wish that I could ever be as deserving as Wojtek. Me too, but we can all aspire to that. I don't think anybody can reach it. If you, Rachel, can't even reach it, I don't think anybody can reach I it. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. But also, we already have unlimited shower time. That's a good point. And I don't think we deserve it. No, we don't. We don't deserve we it in don't. the way Wojtek deserved it. Mm-mm. If I could go back in time and give him access to showers that's mm-hmm. all i would do yeah if and when if time travel is ever invented that's guys. what i was gonna say if and when time travel is invented that's the first thing i'm doing absolutely i'm going to see Voitech. so when the war ended they had to decide what they were going to do with Voitech. so the soldiers didn't want Voitech to go back to poland because they didn't want the new soviet controlled government to use Voitech as a symbol for communism right by putting him in a zoo in poland mm. And when they didn't do that, it, it, was, it was good they didn't because the communist government was angry. They were smart to not do that and to see that that was a possibility right, in advance. Right. So instead, he spent some time in a Scottish camp where people fed him and played with him like the soldiers had, good. even playing soccer with him. That's and so sweet. Some of the people in the Scottish camp were soldiers okay. that he had served with. He was said to have been a staple of the community in this camp. Yeah, of course. And often went to events like dances and even local children's birthday parties. That's so cute. Isn't that so much better That's than having amazing. like a clown come oh my gosh, to your so birthday much better. party? So much better. Ugh. 
if I don't have a bear mm-hmm. at my next birthday party, yeah. I'm going to be so mad at you. Oh, no. <laughs> this is all on you. How am I going to pull that off? I feel like you'll have to do something along the lines of, like, okay, Lil Sebastian. Mm-hmm. When Lil Sebastian, spoiler alert for those of you who are partway through Parks and Rec or haven't ever seen it, <laughs> Lil Se- when Lil Sebastian dies... Mm-hmm. They have Lil Sebastian impersonators. Right, right. Oh, so you need a Voitech impersonator. Do you think there are Voitech impersonators? I don't know the answer to that. I think people know they can never live up to his legacy. Mm. It'd be a really intimidating job to take up. Right. I mean, obviously, it's really difficult to live up to Lil Sebastian's legacy. Right. But I'm going to be really controversial here and say that Voitech would be like even harder to live up to. Wow. That's a big. big claim. That is a, it's a big, big claim. claim. I mean, honestly, I agree with you. I do. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we're getting a little controversial here. Mm-hmm. We should probably we should we should move on. Go away from that a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's a little so. dangerous. It is a little bit dangerous. For it those is. of you that we've offended, um, please let us know. Arguments? Uh, no, don't let us know. I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say that we're right. Yeah, and move we're on. Right. Um, you can send us arguments, but I can't promise that I will read them. That's fair. Lauren might. I might. I might. She loves. She loves to fight me. That's true. I do she love loves, to fight. To intellectually fight me. So. Mm-hmm. Don't give her too much ammo, please. <laughs> anyway, dances, birthday parties, mm-hmm. play in soccer in Scottish camp. So when the soldiers left the Scottish camp, Wojtek did too. Mm-hmm. And he was moved to the Edinburgh Zoo and lived there for the rest of his life until he died in 1963. Wow. He was around the age of, they don't know exactly, but it's 21 or 22. Yeah. I should have looked up the life expectancy Ooh, for this kind of bear. I don't know what kind of bear it was. We'll put it on our Instagram or something mm-hmm. when we figure it out. But I have a direct quote from one of my sources so this is written by adam lusher i will also link his article in the show notes if i remember and figure out how let's be real <laughs> first episode <laughs> guys day, give us grace this is day one <laughs> this is day one so he said that quote it is said that whenever he heard the polish language or a polish accent at the zoo the old soldier bear would stand on his hind legs and wave a paw as if in a salute that's so sweet isn't that so cute? Aww, but it yeah. also made me a little bit sad. Yeah, definitely. Because he misses his Polish friends. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's adorable. So cute. I'm sorry. I might make you sad a little bit here. Okay. So his death, unfortunately, was partly due to damage to his esophagus, mm-hmm. which was believed to possibly have been from all of the cigarettes that he had oh, smoked no. and swallowed. Oh, that's so sad. Isn't that heartbreaking? Yeah, it is. Because he, he deserved those cigarettes. He did. He deserved to take a break. Yeah, yeah. And it ended up killing him. Somebody should have taught him to not eat them. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone can argue with that. He did, however, live a great life, and people wanted to honor that life. Mm -hmm. So in 2015, a bronze statue of Wojtek was made and unveiled in central Edinburgh, which is where the zoo was. Right. And there was also a Scottish charity in his name that was established in 2009 called the Wojtek Memorial Trust. Uh Uh-huh. I can't figure out if it's still active. Oh, interesting. But if anyone is interested in helping Wojtek's legacy live on, Look up Wojtek Memorial Trust. Yes, absolutely. Please do. Because his his legacy, his legacy, <laughs> his legacy should live on forever. It should. You know what? We contributed to that today. We did. We did. And every one of you listening contributed to that today. You absolutely did. By learning did. about it. Now tell your friends. We thank you for listening to this. And thank you, Rachel, for enlightening us on his important you life are, and legacy. You are so welcome. I would personally like to thank our listeners, not only for listening, Mm-hmm. But for giving me attention for the last, I don't know, 30 minutes. Rachel, you deserve it. I, ugh, 
I do. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I love attention so much. She does love attention. It's true. I have no qualms about admitting that. If you would like to give us more attention. Oh my gosh, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. It's exactly what I was going to say. so funny. So if you would like to give us more attention, you can check us out on our social medias. Follow us on Instagram at hyperfocuspod. You can also follow us on Twitter at hyperfocuspod. No. No. Not hyperfocuspod. Hyperfocuspod on Twitter right. is that, a disabled account Yeah, that's right. that that's we right. could not get the username for. That's right. So whoever has that account, Please, please delete it. it. Delete, delete it. it. Delete it. We want Although, to. I don't know if they can, if it's like been banned. I don't know the answer. Twitter, please. <laughs> please give us this username. Anyway. And Twitter, thank you for listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can. But it is at hyperfocus underscore pod. That underscore is very important. The underscore is very It's the difference between important. an active and a disabled account. We also have a TikTok mm-hmm. and that is at hyperfocus pod. We haven't posted yet, but we will. At at the recording of this podcast, we have not posted it. Yes. Posted anything on it. Hopefully we will get there soon. But we needed the username before the whole Twitter fiasco happened again. Absolutely. You can also send us an email. Mm -hmm. You can. You can. You can. It's hyperfocuscast at gmail.com. So that's hyperfocuscast at gmail.com. Feel free to send us podcast ideas. Podcast ideas. Questions, answers questions? to our questions. Answers to our questions. Uh, love letters. Oh, absolutely. Love if you want to address those to one of us specifically, just put our name in the subject line. Um, if you want to send us hate mail, please address that to Lauren. I'll accept that. Rachel doesn't deserve it. Maybe send all the love letters to Rachel and all the hate mail to me. I can deal with it. Wow. Uh, wait. Are you saying I can't deal with it? <laughs> that is what I'm saying. Oh, no. I thought you were just being nice to me. <sighs> anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for giving us attention. We appreciate it. We, we appreciate, appreciate you it. coming here to learn and coming here to experience with us and hear about whatever was on our minds this week. Stay chaotic, babes. We love ya. <laughs> <laughs>
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.